The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com VoiceAmerica.com welcomes you to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Now here's the host and founder of Rack and Roll Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Yes, good morning everybody. Cindy Rakowitz has been the host of the show for about three years now and Cindy's getting a little tired so she brought in somebody that's very, very chatty and very intelligent that she's known from Playboy Enterprises for the last 80 years or so. <laughs> because this person who is a playmate Beautiful playmate, Diane Chandler. Thank um, you. Yeah, of course, but I'm still not finished with the flattering introduction, okay? <laughs> right. um, I'm, I'm really, really not. Diane and I really got to know each other well. Um, it wasn't just surface playboy stuff. I was very impressed with Diane's intelligence and Diane's connections and the fact that Diane was able to carry on an intellectual conversation about politics and all kinds of things that were going on in the world, and she knows a lot of people, and she's met a lot of people, and she loves to philosophize about it. She just, it's not one level, it's many, many, many levels. So I said to Diane on the air last week, or a couple of weeks ago, you know what, I'm getting tired of this, do you want to host some shows? And she said yes. So with that announcement, I'm announcing one of the chief contributors of the show, and a person that I'm going to hand over the hosting reins to sometimes when I want to take a break. Diane Chandler. How's that for an introduction? <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome, Diane Chandler. I'm delighted to be here. I'm just delighted to be here. It's it's uh, like being just transported, beamed up to uh, Los Angeles. <laughs> no, actually, you're all over the world. I don't know if you heard it in the introduction, but we are the number one talk radio network in the world, okay? Yes. So you're not just being beamed to Los Angeles. You're being beamed to China. You're being ah. beamed to, uh, you know, that Afghanistan, so cool. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, your voice is now heard everywhere because, you know what? Voice America Internet Radio is a real radio network. It's yeah, not... It's so phenomenal. I mean, it's just, it's hard for some people to really, you know, visualize how, how things have got, gone so, so satellite. <laughs> it, it's very, very satellite, and, you know, look at how we're, you know, sounding together just with the dialing of a phone. Mm-hmm. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's amazing. Well, we have an amazing person to talk to on your show this morning, uh, a gentleman that I know you're familiar with and have met a few times, uh, Mr. Todd Hunter. Todd, are you here? I'm here indeed. Good morning. Yay, Great. Todd. Good morning. I, you know what? I have to say, um, you know, this is, Diane, I don't even know if you know this, okay, uh-huh. but for a very dark part of my career when I left Playboy and everybody in adult entertainment like wanted to have me do their publicity because of the Playboy coattail thing. Uh-huh. There was a very <laughs> a very short time in my life where I actually consulted public relations for Hustler magazine. Oh <laughs> okay. So I mean it was very, very short and I had and then I contacted Todd, you know, for yes. a couple of my clients and I have to say you know, Todd was really, really very, very nice. Oh yes, um, he's uh, he's he's just an amazing fellow. I mean, he's really uh, he's Mr. Mr. L.A. Mr. Hollywood to me. Well, <laughs> that's because I could get her from the airport to the Playboy Mansion for the Playmate of the Year luncheon without getting lost. Well, that's it's hard. Now, if Diane doesn't know the way, you know, it's really, really hard because as we know, the mansion is. 
kind of hidden. The best way to find it is looking for the guys that have the star maps giveaways <laughs> on the corner of Sharing Cross and Sunset. <laughs> Oddly enough, when we went there uh, the last time, there was a uh, we were driving up Beverly Glen, and there was another full. Uh, bus coming down Beverly Glen. They found one of the very few people in L.A. who didn't know where the Playboy Mansion was, and he was driving shuttle. Oh no! Yeah. Okay, so he had a bunch of guests, which probably included some of Diane and my, you know, our yes. friends. Mm-hmm. And they were, and the tour bu- and the shuttle bus driver had no idea where it was, so they never got to the Playboy Playman of the Year party that year either. Yeah. Well, the odd thing was, I guess there was a whole bus full of people who didn't know where the mansion was, which was even more ironic. <laughs> <laughs> I can visualize all these little uh, little creamies and their poofy blonde hair and their great big tall little skinny shoes and all dolled up and everything and all on the bus at once. <laughs> Where are we going? I don't know. Is this the way? I don't know. Where I think it's you? over that way. It's by sunset, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it, listen, it's really, really hard to find. Oh, yeah. Um, it is. You know, but, okay, so, Todd, you know, have you been, before being Diane's guest at the mansion, have you ever had the pleasure of going to the mansion before? Uh, not to an official party. I have been to a couple of Playmate of the Year luncheons, but I've never been to a party up there. Okay, so you, because you're a guy, okay, mm-hmm. well, we won't talk about, you know, you're just a guy. Um, you know, you're not allowed. If you went in drag mm-hmm. and you looked really pretty, there may have been a chance. Uh, yes, you shave off that mustache, though. That mustache has got to go. Yeah. But, you know, Diane can tell you, and I'm going to hand this over to Diane. I'm being a little heavy-handed for the introduction, but I'm going to let Diane. I'm just going to chime in when Diane asks you the question. But you know what? It's so funny. Um, you know, when I was in the position that I was in at Playboy, you know, as Diane knows, like, you know, kind of everything went through me. It was really kind of an amazing, amazing experience. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and that included the parties, too, because, you know, Jen, who does all of the mansion, you know, who's like sort of the mansion Gestapo, okay, oh. <laughs> yeah. she had, you know, when I was still there, she was kind of weaning into that position, so, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, you know, I still had a lot of say in who was going to go to the mansion and who wasn't going to the mansion, mm-hmm. and I remember so clearly when Hef started throwing his private parties, the it didn't matter, if you were a guy you really didn't have a chance. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just didn't have a chance, and it wasn't anything personal, but who are the people who really want to go to the mansion? Guys. Guys. Yep. Right? So, I, you know, it was so hard to explain the fact that, you know what, there's a science to this, people, because they're horny. They just want to go, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they know me, so I'm going to have to get them in. And, like, <laughs> I, I was just trying to explain that, you know what, the ratio is about five to one now. Not three to one, but, like, five girls to one man now. Mm-hmm. And you have to be a young, good-looking man at that and probably starring in Entourage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or be a rapper. <laughs> a rapper or a, or a stone rocker or right, something exactly. like that. Where you grill in your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, or a promoter that can bring 20 beautiful, right. you know, exactly, lollipop girls. Exactly. Or so. somebody of accomplishment like Mort Saul or something, right? <laughs> well, yeah, but you know what? That got less and less now. I mean, I think what Diane can speak to and, you know, what we both can speak to is there was a time, actually, where, you know, Shel Silverstein, you know, bless his soul, and yes. and Mort Saul, and 
right. you know, some of right. the older intellects. Mr. Vargas used to come to some of the parties. Vargas, Leroy Neiman. Leroy Neiman was always there, yeah, lots um, of times. And just, you know, really um, some of the giants of, of American fiction and of, of painting and artwork. I mean, just people that you would really want to, uh, you know, speak to and have a few moments to, to talk with and things, um, you know, as opposed to, uh, as we were saying, you know, what you get now, which is... Um, Lollipop groups, yeah. yeah. Lollipop all kids, and, and, and uh, Scott Bales and Corey Feldman's of the current decade. Uh, exactly, whoever they may be, mm-hmm. because Scott and because Scott and Corey aren't allowed to come in anymore <laughs> <laughs> because they're too old. Oh, okay. So I guess I don't want to hang out with them and just tag along to the mansion. No, no, no. <laughs> See, it's like all different now, and we have to take a break soon, and then I'm really going to let you and Diane talk about AVN. But okay. I promise you. But you know, this is a fun opening. Yeah, uh, you know it is. But the funny thing is, is that you know, well, it, it's not funny. It's just, it's just it's what it is. You know, now that yeah. Girls Next Door, you know, is has story. You mm-hmm. know, for yeah. E, they're really choreographing like you know who could go and who can't go. So it's. Yes. You know, they need a place for beautiful people only anymore. So they are part of their shoes. It really doesn't matter what you have to say. (laughs) No, exactly. So what happens is, it's like, and you know, this is for me and Diane. It's kind of, you know, it's funny, but kind of sad. It's like Heffel still has his same guest list to movie night and stuff like that, but then they can't go out to the parties, and you know. <laughs> it's yeah. like they're not allowed in because they're over, you know, they're right. over sixty. Yes, mm-hmm. yes exactly. <laughs> you know, ostracized. That's it. They're going to put us on an ice floe and and just let us paddle out into the ocean. You know, the, the way the uh, Alaskan Indians that's do. That's right. That's right. You go. <laughs> you all go into a kayak out to pasture, but it's okay. You're still allowed to watch the movies because <laughs> you're not on E yet. Right. Exactly. <laughs> 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 but um, you know, so Todd, how's that for an introduction? I like it. I know. Well, listen, we have to. We take can a... talk about me soon, right? No, in the next three segments we are. But Excellent. you know, but this is, we have to take a break now. And in the next three segments, it's the Todd and Diane show, and I'll just I'll just commentate. I promise. All right. <laughs> okay. Thank you, guys. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties, festivals. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment. That's R A K N R O L L Entertainment.com. Or call 1 818 597 0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio. Roll Productions, we do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com.
Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or an individual and you need health insurance, you need to make this free call and see how the Mega Life and Health Insurance Company can help you get it. They specialize in helping the self-employed and individuals just like you who need affordable health insurance to get it. Here's the number. Call right now. 888-459-4825. 888 459 4825 Don't take risks with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or an individual and you need affordable family health insurance, call now. 888-459-4825 Not available in all states. Exclusions and limitations apply. North Richland Hills, Texas. Policy series on file. Not licensed in New York. Muscular Development presents Noble Radio, bringing you the latest news, gossip, and controversy from the world of bodybuilding. Uncensored, uncompromised, and unrestrained in true MD style. Hosted by the infamous muscle mob, Larry Pepe, John Romano, and Dave Palumbo. Welcome top IFBB professional bodybuilders, industry insiders, and characters you won't find anywhere else every week. Noble Radio broadcasts each Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. If you've ever wondered what the Stern Show would sound like if Howard was a bodybuilding fan, then tune in and find out. Noble Radio, uncensored, uncompromised, unrestrained. Mom? Dad? How long should I wait for you? Mom? If I'm at soccer practice. What if something happens? Will you come get me? There's no reason not to have a plan in case of a terrorist attack. Mom, if you're not home, should we go to the neighbor's house? And some extremely good reasons why you should. Can you tell me? Everybody should have a plan. Take five minutes to talk about where you'll meet and how you'll get in touch with each other in an emergency. For other things you can do to be prepared, visit www.ready.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Cindy Rakowitz. Actually, here's Diane Chandler, and now it's all about Todd Hunter from AVN, so I turn it over to you, Diane. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Todd. I've known you for a long time, and um, actually, I think you've known about me a lot. Even longer, yes, you. that's true. Uh, but um, why don't you tell us, first of all, or let me just say briefly that um, uh, I got to know Todd as more than just a, sort of a fan and someone I would write to now and then uh, when we had a chance to meet at one of the um, uh, GlamourCon autograph shows in L.A. And at that time, Tom, Todd asked me if I would be interested in writing uh, some video reviews for Adult Video News Magazine, where he was a senior editor. And um, from there, we went forward and um, had a chance to interact on a basically a almost weekly basis and uh, became really good friends. Um, Todd, what was the range and scope of your activities at ABN? And then tell us now, of course, you've been uh, gone from there for a couple years. Uh, tell us about what you're doing now. Well, I, when I was at ABN, I was an associate editor, working my way up to senior associate editor. I uh, wrote reviews. I went on sets. I wrote feature stories. I did interviews. I was uh, pretty much uh, all-purpose staff writer. Uh, over a period of six years I worked there, I wrote over a 1,000 uh, reviews of uh, adult videos. Wow. 
which is, you know, really uh, put your vocabulary through the test. <laughs> I want to I just interject uh, something that Todd told me once when I was writing for him, and I was saying the same thing, that I can't, I, like, I'm out of words. And he said, now I'm going to just bleep out the words. But he told me, yeah, how many times say he blanks her, she blanks him. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? It's funny. You could even say the blank word if you want oh, to, well, because the, we're on Internet radio. It's not FCC regulated. So uh, if you want to say blow uh, or fuck, it's... Let, it's let, me, let me tell you that, because I, I said that the biggest challenge is finding yet another way to express the thought she blows him, he fucks her. <laughs> How did I guess? <laughs> A true adult entertainment professional. Yeah. <laughs> See why he's such a so much fun to work for? <laughs> it's all very simple. Yeah. Just get to the point. <laughs> That's the challenge. Okay, there it is. Now find a new way to express that thought. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> He's great. Well, now, so where, so you, after six years, you left ABN. Right. And um, now, where are you now, and what are you doing? I'm now a, um, a reporter at XBiz, xbiz.com, which is a Internet news source which uh, covers the adult industry uh, ah. from an Internet point of view. Oh, no, it's you know what? Can I, I have to interject? You know, my I, this is like so funny, but my husband is a lawyer, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and Diane knows him. Yeah. I mean, they all followed my soap opera life over the last twenty years. <laughs> but um, and David's a good one. But it's really funny. He, you know, he works in a very a pretty conservative law firm in Encino, Greenberg and Bass. But mm-hmm. like he became like one of the you know adult entertainment trademark kings. So he moderated a panel at this year's Expiz convention. Oh, at the uh, at the summer forum in Vegas. Yes, just uh, a couple months ago. Yeah, so he he did this whole thing about file sharing and copyright infringements and all of that kind of stuff. So I go out of adult entertainment. He goes in. So you may have met him, David uh, Edelman. You know, I may have. <laughs> How hilarious! There, there were hundreds of people there, and I was uh, I, I'm still junior at Expiz, so I like blew in and blew out of Vegas in about 36 hours. Right, right. So, so tell- I wasn't able to spend a whole lot of time at the forum. Oh, okay. Well, wonderful. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> well, I'm sure you'll you'll eventually, you know, start seeing David's name more and more because I know in your columns, you know, you do uh, uh, tend to, you know, bring up uh, the political issues right. well, uh, as much as as um, you know as anything else, porn, politics, and mainstream. Right. That's on my personal website, which is tod-hunter.net. Okay, you're a blogger. Yes. That's before there was such a thing. That's right. I mean, you know what? It's so funny. People used to write all the time, you know, on the Internet, and then all of a sudden it became a blog. Right. It became a big thing. And, you know, those of us that were, in Diane, too, those yes. of us that were pontificating yes. in email or whatever, we were right. bloggers way before it was called a blog. Before it was mm-hmm. called a blog, exactly. <laughs> well, Todd has had this column for ages and ages and ages. Right. And, started January 1, 2004. Wow, wow, wow. So you were way ahead of this long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and he really does a great job of, you know, tying in 
the way our civil liberties are uh, affected. And of course, that's a very strong issue in the in the adult entertainment. You know, you're constantly butting heads with the uh, uh, wonderful people who run the Department of Justice and places like that uh, over you know what you can do and what you can't. Mm-hmm. And uh, Todd is just phenomenal at soaking up tons of information from every kind of source, from the New York Times to uh, you know the Buffalo newspaper or whatever and finding out um, when there's, uh, you know, these kinds of infringements. That's why I think he may be running into uh, David <laughs> any, one of these well, days. Surely. David is good to talk to about it, that's for sure. I'm not, you know, I, I, you know, a wife doesn't want to just, like, be obviously giving business to the husband or anything mm-hmm. like that, but you know what, <laughs> David's always a great person to talk to because he's really learned it well. Good. Well, uh, I'll give you my email address. I'd like contact information on that. On email. Right. <laughs> okay. Get you guys together. <laughs> I can always use another source. No, no, it's it's good. But you know, listen, and infri- you know, copyright infringement has become a different business. Diane and I knew the business yeah. when it wasn't yet an internet business. So mm-hmm. I'm sure that you could share how you know the wild, wild west of the internet world yeah. has affected. You know the porn industry. Yeah, in yeah. fact, yeah. Uh, for our next, uh, mag- we also do a hard copy magazine, and oh. I was handling a question for what we call Talking Heads feature. Uh, w- if you had your choice, would you get rid of piracy or two two five seven rags? <laughs> and and we're seeing what uh, people are, you know, what people think about that, and a lot of them find uh, piracy more of a problem than the two two five sevens. And for now, those of you who have a real life, two two five seven is the uh, requirement by the federal government that everybody who performs in an adult video uh, is of age and that you have their information on file. Oh, this is how they nailed the girls gone wild. Fella. This is the whole Joe Francis, you know. Well, I guess Joe Francis is in jail or something. <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, he's in jail. Uh, he's in jail in Reno, and if he gets out of Reno, he has to go to Florida. He's got. <laughs> He's got yeah. trouble on both coasts. Uh, well, it's, uh, you know, but it, it's a very important issue. And you know yeah. what? To an extent, and, I, you know, Todd, I would love your opinion on this, and, you know, Diane, you too. Um, you know what? I think, you know, I think that it's okay to, you know, put some kinds of, you know, strong line. In ensuring that yeah. the girls that end up in videos are of age, and yeah. I, I would love Todd's opinion of that. I agree. I think they should be of age, and I, I'm not against a requirement that there is a you know that you keep that on file. However, when you have to keep all the names on file and you have to keep everything cross-referenced so that the FBI can come in, and if you want to see you know Susie Jones. And you have to be able to pull up everything you've done with Susie Jones. I think that is a little excessive. Well, that yes, because that puts the onus on the programmer, and you know, you know, it is burdensome. However, I think you would really have to kind of look here at you know what's the greater good or whatever. As I was saying, as far as you know, well, which would you rather have? And the thing is, um, you know, we're talking here. Underage means children. Mm-hmm. Who are who by definition do not know or understand what is going on, and the porn industry makes a lot of money. It makes it's one of the what second or third most money making businesses in the United States. I mean, I think I'd rather work for uh, uh, Todd's company than for Halliburton. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Agree on that one. <laughs> Um, um, so, you know, I know it's burden.
burdensome to keep a lot of records, but on the one hand, here we have a company that's very Internet savvy and very obviously computer-oriented. Uh, it is not that terribly hard for them to keep all these records and stuff together. Now, doctors do it, banks do it, mm-hmm. uh, everybody does it. To prevent even one young girl from being taken advantage of at age 16 and finding out that suddenly she's got... Uh, very explicit pictures all over the internet. Um, I think it's worth it. That's my opinion. I, I, you know, I agree with the record keeping. I just have trouble with the organization. I have trouble with the FBI coming in and saying, "Oh, you didn't cross-reference your stuff. You're technically in violation." Well, yes, they're 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 pigs. Sure. Yeah, no, I, I, that's the kind of thing that you know. Uh, yeah. Keep the but, records. Make sure everybody is of age. Absolutely. I think yeah. everybody in the entire adult industry is in favor of that. I mean, right, we don't right. want people but, you know, here who don't want to be here or shouldn't be here. Well, get you know, get an organization, get an admin assistant who does nothing but that. Mm, yeah, you know, everybody has one. Com- <laughs> Some people have several. Um, you know, I mean, with with. Computers and everything, it, it can't be that overwhelmingly burdensome to keep track of this stuff. I agree that the, you know, the FBI and the, and the, you know, the moral majority and all these snoopers, um, who are probably, uh, stopping at the restroom and tapping their foot on the floor while they're, uh, waiting for them. <laughs> find something else to do. <laughs> right. While they're waiting to come in for their meeting or whatever, uh, <laughs> uh, you know they they are a real bunch of jerks. Um, but uh, but again, I think it is really critical that we do protect um, the, the you know the young girls who see this as a way to stardom and don't really necessarily know all the ramifications. That um, well, Todd, I wanted to ask you um, another thing. Now, at Expos, you do what? Reviews and, and reporters? And it's mostly reportage. I do uh, one or two uh, feature articles a month for the hard copy magazines. Mm-hmm. And mostly I'm just in there. I, I come in at 9 o'clock and I start looking uh, for uh, stories to cover. Mm. Cool, cool. Well, listen, listen. You know what? I want Todd to talk all about this in the next segment. I want Todd to talk about Expos and what he does on a day-to-day basis in the next segment because we have to take a commercial break. Okay. And, um, again, that is back to you and Todd. All right. Sounds great. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment. That's R A K N R O L L Entertainment.com. 
or call 1-818-597-0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio. Black and Roll Productions, we do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com. The ability to wield power, shape the environment and the outcome, and the desire to make things happen are essential characteristics of all great leaders. Explore the essence of leadership from an insider's point of view on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio, international coach, consultant, and advisor to leaders for over 20 years. Get the unvarnished, inside story on how leaders in the spotlight take the critical decisions that deliver exceptional, real-world results and why they sometimes spectacularly and publicly fail as well. Tune into Leadership Intuitions for a behind-the-scenes look at what gets great leaders up in the morning and what keeps them up at night. Go beyond the conventional advice about what great leaders are and what they do and learn how to create your own personal legacy as a leader. Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio broadcasts each Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, Power, Achievement, Relationships. Join Patricia Raskin, host of Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com, Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call in to Positive Living, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Cindy Rakowitz has won more awards than she can hang on her wall, including three Clios. Call in now at 1-866-472-5788 and you can have one. Okay, maybe not, but she will answer your questions. Now back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Back to Diane and Todd. <laughs> hey, there you go. You were asking Todd about what he does on a day-to-day basis, yeah, so over to you. I was going to ask you, Todd, if you could write, you say twice a month you get to kind of write a full-size article mm-hmm. rather than reporting on something. Um, say that, you know, this Friday or Monday or something is your upcoming next article. What would you, if you didn't have to listen to, you know, bosses and editors, and if you wanted to write an article right now that was contemporary and was going on right now, what would you write about? What I really like to do is interview people who have been in the industry for a long time. I like to talk to people about how things have changed. One of my close friends is Roy Karch, who, is, who has been a director for 20 years, back in the days when they were shooting 16-millimeter film and you know sneaking around because it was illegal. <laughs> and, and these guys have wonderful stories. Henri Pichard is also a close friend. Oh. And uh, the, uh, I would love to talk to Gerard Damiano. I, oh. I just the the good the the point of time that is elucidated in the movie Boogie Nights when everything went from film to video. Uh huh. The point before that when it was all on film and people were sneaking around. Yeah. I I, I love those stories. Well, you you certainly are. Um, you know, you have more stories than than the Arabian Nights. I know that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of them, I think that everybody would enjoy and kind of get a kick out of hearing is, tell us how you met the lovely Mrs. Hunter. Ah, 
Oh, that that goes back. That was almost 30 years ago. Wow. Uh, oh. it, it was 1978, and we were both contestants on Jeopardy. <laughs> and, Wonderful. And what happened was we were sitting in the contestant pool, and one of the people in the contestant pool asked about a question that was on the run-through. And the woman asked, what was that song title that began, How Could You Believe Me When I Said I Loved You? And this young woman across the room said, it's, how could you believe me when I said I loved you when you know I've been a liar all my life? I'm only the second person to get it. Oh, my God. I walked over and I said, hi, I'm the first. <laughs> what a wonderful romantic story! <laughs> yes. Yeah, we it's... we hit it off. We uh, we started seeing each other after we'd both been on, um, and then I oddly enough wound up working for Jeopardy, and I got married the same week that I started working there in nineteen eighty five. Oh my God! Who? Else? So you're like the do 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 guy. Yeah. Yeah, I spent five years working on Jeopardy. Five years, two Emmy nominations, never wrote a complete sentence. <laughs> and you're still not writing a complete sentence because in your in your it's either blow or fuck or what? Yeah. Well, I do now, but uh... <laughs> yeah, right. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yes, he sends out little booklets to his writers and things saying you have to follow these grammatical rules. Guide. You know, blowjob is two words. You know, I mean, there, there are things you have to know. <laughs> well, let me just tell everybody that Todd now has two wonderful grown boys, and uh, they are both just as sweet and nice as you can possibly imagine, and uh, both uh, going forward in school. Right, they both graduated high school last June. They're both in college now. Where do they go? Uh, one goes to Glendale Community, the other one goes to Cal State Northridge. Oh, wow. Doesn't it feel good, you know, when you get to that point where, you know, they graduated high school and they're in college and they're doing well? You know you kind of did something right. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, I'll tell you, he did. These boys are the most polite, sweet. And and one of them is just has his father's sense of humor, and it's just he just knocks you over because he's so um, has this funny, dry, quiet sense of humor. Mm -hmm. No idea where he got that. (laughs) Um, Well, you know, Todd, because you know, uh, when I asked you about um, uh, what would you really like to write, um, your answer really reinforced something that I've been kind of quietly pestering you about for a couple of years, and that is that. Um, have you ever thought of writing a book? Uh, let me just say that at one time when I was in L.A., um, Todd was kind enough to take me to the airport. We had a few hours to kill, and he drove me around Hollywood and Beverly Hills, and it was like having a personal tour guide. He knew every building. He would point to and say, that's where Jaja lived when she was married to so-and-so, and that's where this person lived, and that's where that person lived. And, and he can take you to that cemetery. Was it Forest Lawn? Uh, keep going. Which which cemetery? Uh, it's the one where Frank Zappa is, and uh, that's Westwood Cemetery. Westwood, a, a that's the one, right? Yeah, where Marilyn Monroe right is. UCLA. Yeah, and and there are places where people are buried, and they didn't want a headstone. And Todd can show you where they are. I mean, he knows that place like the back of his hand because he knew a lot of the people that are now pushing up daisies there. Well, that's and, true. My my grandfather was an Oscar-winning cinematographer, and I knew a lot of people who were in the movie industry. Wow. 
Well, so so when are you going to write a nice coffee table type book on that era and those people and what you know get some get a good photographer with you and take pictures of some of those beautiful old buildings uh, that are so 40s LA looking and uh, and share some of that wonderful knowledge with the rest of us who only get it in little snips and bits when they happen to read a. Um, you know, something that includes that kind of thing, but this would have the emphasis on that. When are you going to do that? Uh, how's next week? Okay. Are you working on such a publication? You know, I, I have the feeling that I don't find it that compelling. I just sort of think it's interesting, but I, you know, when Diane gets fascinated, I think, wow, is it really that good? It is. Because it's just stuff I picked up over the years. Yeah, well, you know what? There's a lot of people that are actually still fascinated with, you know, Hollywood. And oh, yes. I mean, absolutely. You know, not only people here in, in America, there's people all over the world. Hollywood, I mean, that sign, the name, uh, the whole place is, is it's like magic to people everywhere. Um, I mean, I can tell you on a, on a very small version how much American culture affects, and you wouldn't think so, affects others. Uh, the last time I went to uh, London, the airplane was absolutely packed. Now, I flew out of Atlanta with people who had come down here from uh, uh, Tennessee, and there were probably, well, the whole plane was a tour group of people who were coming over to see Graceland. And some of them had done it like five or six years in a row. Mm -hmm. These are all English people that come over here with one thing in mind, and that's they're going to go to Graceland and hang around Nashville for a week, and then they go back. Mm -hmm. Now, if Nashville can be that interesting, then you can fill a 757 with people. I am quite sure that there would be, you know, that there are plenty of people out there who would love to have, um, you know, a, a coffee table type book with some of the pictures of some of the homes and some of the, the stories that, that only Todd knows because he was there. He knew these people, and his well, dad knew them. Well, grandpa, you know, grandpa was a cinema photographer, so, mm-hmm. you know, it's, listen, I, I think that what's going to happen is in this Internet world is that there's going to be a backlash, and people are going to want to really return to nostalgia and history again. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, yep. right now it, it's everything's, Cheap right. date, you know. Yep. Let me get my information fast, but people are going to get tired of it. You can't run at this pace; it's no. impossible. Right. So you know, Eventually therefore, I, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's why I think that you know, books about nostalgia and history, you know, there's going to be a craving for them soon. You yeah. may be right. I mean, yes, I, I, I should I probably really write do. up a pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen, get an MP3 of this show and just use it. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly, you know. You know, or, uh, um, I mean, there's just, there's just so many people that, are, that aren't still around that you could, you know, get interviews with and talk with and stuff like, uh, who did I say? Oh, Shelley Berman was on, on, I saw one of uh, David... Um, Letterman? What's his last name? Letterman? Was he on David oh, Letterman? David Letterman, um... David, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, Larry David. Larry David, yeah. Um, and Shelley Berman plays his father mm-hmm. on that show. And, I mean, you know, there's a few guys like that left around. Not a lot, but a few. Yeah, well, Shelley Berman was one of those great guys who completely rede- helped redefine stand-up comedy. 
Yes, yes, exactly. I mean, sure, he was up there with Mort Saul and all those great guys. And he was interviewed, I remember, in Playboy. Mm-hmm. And, um, um, you know, people like that will open up to you because you're not just like some kid who, you know, doesn't even know what they're talking about. You know what they're talking about. And they would, you know, they would open up to you in a way that they wouldn't to, uh, to strangers or to, you know, like I say, some, some young kid who just wants to write a, you know, thousand word column or something and uh, i'm sure there are plenty of other folks around like that as well and i mean i just think with the knowledge you have people people appreciate that i mean if you went to someone like shelly berman and said you know well you know i've lived here all my life and my dad did you know him and i'm sure you find that you'd have all kinds of people in common and um you know you'd get tons of material just from you know a few a few interviews and and I agree with Cindy is that um you know you you finally get to the point where you're like I am so sick of looking at this box mm-hmm. I want to sit down and take my time and you know look at the pictures and read the the uh uh you know just read at my own pace and stuff and uh that's definitely going to be coming back oh, absolutely well listen you know what guys we have to take another break and you know what, Diane, I have to get you IM'd into the engineer for your next show so that you could figure that out ahead of time, too. Okay. And then back to Todd and Diane. Okay. All right. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment. That's R-A-K-N-R-O-L-L entertainment.com. Or call 1-818-597-0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio. Rack and Roll Productions. We do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com. If you want to put the pep back in your step, Chad Lafferty's has just what you're looking for. Dance is life. Life is dance. It's only about dance. It's about moving through life with style, gaining awareness of the never-ending, ever-flowing movement that accompanies all of life's activities. Dance is life. Life is dance. Broadcast every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Radio Network. Be sure to tune in and tap into the limitless healing that dance can provide. Can't stop now. 
Free yourself from the prison of your conditioned thoughts and destroy barriers that hinder your success. Tune in to Empowered Living, Life, Truth, and Being Free with host, speaker, writer, and personal coach Steve Maraboli. Steve and his expert guests take you on a quest for truth and highlight philosophies and strategies that help you release your greatest self. It's time to shake off mediocrity, destroy personal barriers, live up to your greatest potential, and align with happiness, success, and excellence with Empowered Living, Life, the Truth, and Being Free with Steve Maraboli. Broadcasting every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Empowered Living, Life, the Truth, and Being Free. Release the power within. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Get free advice from crisis communications guru Cindy Rakowitz now. Call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now let's get back to more Stars of PR. Here's your host and founder of Rack and Roll Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Back to Diane and Todd. You could pick up where you left off, and this is our last segment. So you know what? I think that Todd should come back with you next week, Diane. Oh, great. <laughs> you can do it yourself. It's oh, fine. <laughs> you know me. I love to talk. I love to listen. So. Exactly. <laughs> um, I had another question I thought would be kind of interesting that I just, from my point of view, mm-hmm. and I'm sure from uh, many of your listeners, um, Todd, when I was, uh, as you know, in Playboy magazine, it was back in 1966, yes. and things were vastly different, obviously, in the uh, world of adult entertainment then than they are now. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say, have the people changed, the type of people that, that, that work in the industry? I mean, is there something about them that you can tell that is different than uh, the people who were around in, in, uh, at the beginning when they were just uh, maybe, a, you know, the, the really inexpensive girly magazines and then Playboy and not much else? I mean, what, what's been the biggest change you've seen? The biggest change I've seen just in the time I have been covering adult which is like 10 years mm-hmm. and what i've heard from the people who were there before is it's a lot more of a business now uh-huh. back in the 70s there was a kind of a communal attitude that we're going to have fun and we're going to you know, express our sexuality and we're going to make dirty movies and we're going to enjoy it mm-hmm. now it's much more business-like oh uh, yes 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 so we've gone from hair to um the bottom line. <laughs> from, from here well, to... It, 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 but, there's, but there's so much money involved in it, and, you know, yeah. listen, I, you know, it's a, it's a trillion-dollar industry. I mean, right. you have to... It's, and, you know, they act like normal businesses now. Some of them go public, and, yep. you know, it, it's like regulated. It's very yeah. weird. Yeah, <laughs> but the thing is that the businessmen were always businessmen, but now you have, uh, you know, 19-year-old girls talking about amortizing their boob jobs. <laughs> You know, we're talking about a completely different uh, steely-eyed bottom-line mindset that just wasn't there when Linda Lovelace decided, let's see how far I can go down, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, well, what does that do to the I mean, you know, so it's interesting. Um, does that mainstream the industry more, obviously? 
I, I don't think so. I don't think the industry is ever going to be mainstream. I don't think it will have the power if it does. I think one of the reasons uh, adult is so uh, powerful is that it's taboo. And as soon as it becomes acceptable, it's going to be, you know, like, you know, like animation. People go, oh, yeah, okay, fine, there's something, another way to amuse ourselves. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. As yeah. long as it's forbidden, <clears throat> that's what makes it uh, powerful. I see that it seems to me also, and you tell me what you think about this, but it seems to me that it does help to kind of, it kind of bleeds over into these uh, more violent uh, movies and even TV shows. I mean, if it wasn't for the porn industry and the adult entertainment industry, uh, you wouldn't be seeing it. There's some new show, I haven't seen it yet, called Dirty Sexy Money on mm-hmm. TV. And then, then, you know, all the new, um, these other new CSIs and things like that, these guys have lots and lots of, of nudity and violence and, and references to things that you would never have heard of back in the days of Beaver Cleaver, certainly. <laughs> well, well, taboos are being broken, but I don't think, you know, and the adult industry is part of that, but I don't think that you can really tie more violence on television to the adult industry. No, not not the violence, but the fact that, um, not, I didn't mean to make it sound that way, um, I'm not thinking so much of the violence, it's just that in the more violent movies, you have these all these scenes of, you know, these really cool-looking women, and they're running off with a gun in their hand, and they're action, action movies, I guess you would call them, and the babes in these movies are really uh, tricked out in these skimpy little outfits, and, uh, you know, they, uh, um, they, they're just dressed not like you would find a heroine of a movie dressed, uh, uh, even Princess Leia is like Star Wars. She wore this virginal white dress. I mean, now these girls are out there with, you know, like Wonder Woman suits and, and things. And I think, uh, do you feel like some of the um, uptightness about nudity bleeds over into mainstream? Well, yeah, but, I mean, you were in the... You were also in the forefront of that, Diane. Well, I yeah. I mean, people but... were, you know, nudity became much more acceptable back in the 60s. Yes, it did. It did. Yes. Well, so. well, no, it did. It did. Maybe with Playboy magazine because, yeah. you know, it was such a revolution at that time. Mm-hmm. Right. But, you know what, I don't, I don't think that in the 60s that you saw as much of you know, in America, maybe in Europe, but in right. America, you didn't see that bleed over, you know, no. to the mainstream as much. No. I mean, now no. it's like, you know, primetime television or even, you know, Showtime and HBO yeah. have become much more risque. I mean, look, Californication and Weeds and, right. you know, yeah. all of this kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, nudity has become what it was in France. 30 years ago, it leads over to advertising, and you know what, I think that's a a nice step for America to get past these puritanical... Right, exactly. And don't fly Southwest Airlines if you're wearing a short skirt, because they'll bust you. Yeah. (laughs) But, but yeah, I mean, it it just seems like, uh, you know, you just see a lot more of it. Um, you know, these days, uh, you know, on, on TV and stuff. Um, well, Todd, we probably don't have a lot more time left. Um, I'll tell you, well, what you want to talk about. Okay, well, what I did want to say, you know, speaking, I, I wanted to tie this in, and now it looks like I'm just throwing in a gratuitous plug, but I'll do it anyway. No, no, please. <laughs> X-Fans is running, we're having an, see, I was going to tie this in perfectly. We're having an erotica film festival. Oh! This weekend in Hollywood. 
Wow. Where? It's at the Knitting Factory on Hollywood Boulevard at uh, 7021 Hollywood Boulevard, right across the street from the Hollywood Roosevelt. So if you see the big sign in Hollywood that says Roosevelt, it's right across the street from there. Wow. And oh. we've got uh, panels, and we've got uh, shows of different kinds of movies. There's one thing I'm really looking forward to, because I haven't seen it in a long time. It is a pornographic cartoon from the 20s. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you know, before Fritz the Cat? Before, Way before Fritz the Cat. And the funny thing was, this cartoon was made for a pioneer animator named Windsor McKay, and it was put together by guys from three different studios. Wow. Uh, Walter Lance, Cherry Tunes, and Disney. And Disney? Disney. <laughs> well, and, there you go, bleeding into the mainstream again. Yeah, and these guys just did it for a joke, and uh, I think they would all be very surprised to know that, you know, close, you know, 90 years later, uh, we're showing it at a film festival. Well, how much does it cut? Can the consumer go? Can Consumers can go? go, yes, absolutely. The, uh, the website is eroticafilmfest.com. Great, and everybody listen, and how much does it cost to get in? Uh, tickets are, I think, they're 20, let's see, the, there's a, the two-day pass is $25. Okay, all and, right. And uh, you can buy tickets for individual shows as well. There are about eight shows, and there are panels. Uh, we're going to be talking about women and adult. Uh, there are uh, things about uh, tourism in the erotic film. Uh, Roy Karch is going to be there, my friend, the director. So there's going to be a lot of interesting things of erotic film. Wow, that's that fantastic, and everybody can go. Right. Yes, God. Right open to You have to be 18 or older. Good. Almost everybody can go. <laughs> <laughs> no kiddies. Yeah, no children. This is, this is not, even if it is a cartoon, it's not for the kids. Right, it's not for kids. <laughs> we, we know that. We know that as right. parents. Exactly. And, uh, and Todd, now how did you say that you, one would go about if they wanted to get a hard copy of uh, your magazine? Would if you, you want to get a hard copy of our magazine, uh, go to our website, x, xbiz.com. Dot com, and there's a place on there to... Uh, yes, and there is a place where you can uh, order a magazine. Okay. All right. Well, listen, Todd. I, you know, well, we actually have a minute. I, okay. I'm really. This was really a great show. Okay. I, Thank you know, it's Diane's first guest, um, mm-hmm. and I, you know, we welcome you to come on again. Thank and, you very much. You oh, know. by the way, my my personal website is tod-hunter.net. So everybody, go in and talk to the first blogger. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Diane, is there anybody that you want to talk about in terms of an upcoming guest? Um, well, I've been talking to, and she's so very, very busy. I would love to invite uh, Dr. Victoria Zdrock, uh, Playboy Playmate. Um, she is uh, has a degree in psychology and another degree in law, and she has been regularly appearing on Geraldo Rivera uh, talking about uh, her um, Opinions uh, with uh, with her education through her education of all kinds of things that have been going on the um, Anna Nicole issue and um, uh, just they invite her on to talk about all kinds of things. She's just a fascinating woman, and uh, uh, I think uh, yeah, I think if we can get her on and, and pull her away from Geraldo for a day or two. Um, you know, we might be able to have a really good and interesting chat with her. She's a fascinating woman, it, and I know you know her as well, Cindy. It sounds fantastic. Well, listen, congratulations on your first show. The engineers thank gave you. you the thumbs up. And, oh, thank Todd, you. thank you so much, and I'm looking forward to seeing you one day soon. Right. And um, it was and a terrific show. Yes, and will you come back again, Todd? 
It would be my pleasure. Okay, terrific. Have a nice day, everybody. Yes. Bye. Bye.